Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of The Abroad Pod. You know the drill. My name's Nicole. I'm your host, and this is your go-to podcast for all things abroad. In today's episode, I sit down with Christina, a Syracuse College grad who spent six weeks studying abroad in Madrid, Spain. I am super excited for you guys to listen to this episode because it's another abroad series, which you guys know at this point is a series I started in season one to showcase different programs and abroad experiences around the world. And this one is a special one because I actually haven't showcased any shorter term study abroad programs or summer programs. I've really only done semesters. So in this episode, I sit down with Christina and we talk all about the six weeks that she spent in Madrid and some of the trips she did around Spain. So I hope you guys enjoy. And as always, if you are liking the abroad pod, please take two seconds and go on to Apple Podcasts and leave me a rating. You don't even have to write anything. You can just click the stars. It would mean so much. All right, let's get into the episode and meet Christina. Hey, Christina, welcome to the Broad Pod. Do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Sure, thank you for having me, Nicole. Um, hi, everyone, my name is Christina. I am born and raised from in Panama, and I came to the United States five years ago for undergrad. I went to Syracuse University, which is where I also did my abroad program, and I'm currently in New York doing my master's degrees in PR. Oh, you go to NYU, right? Yes, I go to NYU. <laughs> So cool. So as you guys know from the intro, Christina studied abroad in Madrid, and Christina's program is a little interesting because she went in the summer. And you're actually the first interview I'm doing with someone who went in the summer. So I guess oh, really? Yes, that's my first question for you is compared to like the more traditional semester long programs, what made you choose a summer program? Okay, so I actually started my first year of undergrad, or like my first semester in Panama. So when I transferred to Syracuse, I don't know, I just felt that I wanted to have all of my semesters there, that I didn't want to go abroad a whole semester just because I transferred. So I didn't have like the full experience of freshman year. I transferred as a sophomore. So that was already a year that I didn't have there. So I just didn't really think about doing abroad. And I also didn't know about summer programs. So I just took off the idea of abroad of my mind. And then one of my friends said that she was going abroad to Italy in the summer. And I was like, wait, what? Like, I had no idea there were abroad programs. Mm -hmm. So I started looking and then I started looking at like the countries that like Syracuse offered. And then Madrid came up because one of their classes was like travel writing and multimedia. And back then in Syracuse, I was doing journalism. So I was like, oh, my God, this class is amazing. I need to go and take it. So I applied. I got in and I went to Madrid and I chose Madrid because of the class. And also because my sister went abroad there and I had the opportunity to visit her when she went and I loved it. And I speak Spanish, so that was kind of easy because I spoke the language and yeah. That's great. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. I'm assuming because growing up in Panama, you are very fluent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my first language. So I like I thought it would have been cool to go somewhere like completely new, but at the same time, it was I was going to be six weeks there. 
I thought it would be easier to like really enjoy my time if I knew the language and everything. Mm -hmm. And was that course that you took there taught in Spanish? Uh, no, it was in English because everyone else in my class was from the U.S. <laughs> right. And yeah. most of us, unfortunately, only speak English, <laughs> yeah. me included, but I'm learning. I, I would love to speak Spanish one day. So <laughs> go for it. <laughs> yes. So I guess you gave some context into why Madrid, mm -hmm. like you already visited, but was the main draw this course. Like, could you tell us a little bit more about the course? Yeah, no, definitely the main draw was the course. Like, if I wouldn't have seen that class or they weren't had offered it, maybe I would have gone somewhere else just to go somewhere new because I had visited Madrid before. But when I saw that class, I was like, I need to do that. Like, because the description said that we would be, like, visiting museums in Madrid. We would be visiting hidden gems that no one, like, no tourists usually go. And then we would be writing about that. And, like, our exams would be about writing about our weekend trips and stuff like that. So I was like, that's so cool. Like, I can travel to write for my class like I don't know I thought that was really cool and like we would we the professor was gonna give us like all the insights of where to go in Madrid so that was definitely amazing because he was a local and we got to like we went to museums that are not really the trees museum or like the museums that you wouldn't go to so that was really cool because I got to see like more local things so when I saw that and when I saw the description of the class I was like I need to do this class I need to take it <laughs> Oh, yeah, me too. I feel like we have very similar interests. I have my own travel blog and the fact that you could take a test about just travel writing. Right. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, that was perfect. I was like, okay, yeah, sign me in. That's great. So you took that one course throughout the whole six weeks, correct? No, I actually took two because I think oh. in most universities, like if you want like any sort of financial aid, where it's a scholarship or like loans or whatever, you need to take two credits, um, like two classes. And I wanted that. So I took another class, which um, I don't remember the name because I was more invested in my travel class. The other one, <laughs> the other okay. one was like an elective that I needed. It was a psychology class, though. Um, and I did it to fulfill one of my requirements. But that class was cool, too, because I think we study like psychology, like, oh, cross-cultural psychology. So it. it was cool because we like study like psychology within cultures and like how it's to live in a new place which was cool because we were there for six weeks it was kind of like cool to explore that that's great so when you were in Madrid did you live with other Syracuse students like what was your accommodation like yeah so for this program we had the option to do um, like staying with a host family or actually staying like a dorms that Syracuse has there So I was like, my family and I were like, eh, I don't know. I didn't know how I felt about doing host family. Like the whole concept to me, like, I feel like it's pretty cool. But at the same time, I was like, I don't know. So I did dorms and I did live with one of my really close friends at Syracuse because I convinced her to come with me. So we lived together in the dorm. Nice. That's awesome. Is Madrid pretty common at Syracuse or did you feel like most students go to other destinations? I feel like it's pretty common. Like... I like personally know like a few people who went to Madrid, but Syracuse has so many different abroad programs that there are so many of them. So like definitely there are, I feel like another pro other programs that are more common, but yeah, I, I would say that a lot of students do go to Madrid. Yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why they opened the dorms just because they didn't have enough host families for like the amount of students that were going that they needed another accommodation option. Right. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when you said that they actually like had their own dorms. I was like, wow, a lot of students must go there. But also Syracuse yeah. is huge. So yeah, well, it's not like their own dorm. We were actually living with like 
students from Spain that were like, it was a dorm of a university in Spain. And mm. like in the summer, the open rooms were Syracuse students. So like when we would go to like the dining hall or anything, we were eating like with students from Spain, which was really cool actually. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That is very important in a broad program that you're not just with Americans the whole time, that you actually get to integrate with like your host country and culture. Yeah. That's awesome. So let's talk about Madrid a little bit more in specific, because I know you have so much love for the city. So do you have, you can just like list off or go into as much detail as you want, any restaurant, activity, or site recommendations? I personally have never been to Madrid, and I really want to, so go off, (laughs) give all your recs, and I will write these down so I can go in the future. (laughs) I love Madrid. Like, it's my second favorite city. The first one is New York City. Um, but I love Madrid. I love everything about Madrid. Literally, it's so magical. Like, I love it. Like, when every time I'm there, I'm like, oh, it just feels like home. But definitely, when you go to Madrid, the most, like, like must-see you have to do is, like, go to the Prado Museum, which is their biggest museum. They have so many, like, um, art paintings and, like, sculptures and, like, anything literally huge like you can't do it in a day so like if you go for like a week or two definitely schedule at least two days to go um so yeah and the retiro park it's literally so beautiful it's like central park it's huge it has like places where you can go sit down and eat or like there's this river where you can rent boats and you can like do that i did it in the summer it was amazing but one thing about madrid is that in the summer it gets so hot like the heat is very intense it's not humid or anything it's just really intense heat so doing the boats in the summer definitely cool but at the same time I was in the middle of the river like I just I need to stop because I was sweating (laughs) so much I was like can I jump in this water (laughs) so that's definitely an experience if you go in the summer to do it because it was really cool and they have like they're well known for like their big like plazas like El Sol which is like a place where you go and like it's really big it's kind of like a Times Square so just to put it that way mm-hmm. and they have this place called La Gran Vía which is filled with shops like local stores in Madrid but also like brands like H&M, Zara like you would see like any kind of store there and it's always packed so like I've like hate touristy places just because I hate being with like so many people together like I hate that or like bumping to people I hate it but I mean it's a must go like you have to go and oh my god okay this is my favorite I'm gonna start talking about food and I'm a foodie so if oh, I go off let me do know. it no you go um, <laughs> if you go to Madrid you have to go to Churreria San Ginés which is like they are known for the best churros with chocolate ever so like they basically give you hot chocolate and you dip the churros there and oh my god like I don't like churros like if I go somewhere else I won't eat churros like, I don't like it. But there, I don't know. I love it. It's amazing. Like, literally, if you go to Madrid, you must. And it's open 24 hours. So after the parties, if you go out, <laughs> it's the best place to go eat them because it's 24 oh, hours. fun. Churros after hours. I like it. I know. I know. <laughs> when we used to go to, like, um, to like clubs that were near the churros place, we would always end up there. And the lights were huge. So mm. definitely, that's a must. And... Um, okay, this is gonna be weird, but the best burger that I had is in Madrid. Oh, that's unexpected. <laughs> I know, it's so weird. Literally, I feel like if you ask someone who went there, they're gonna tell you the same thing. It's called Goico. And oh my god, their burgers are insane. They're so good. So I definitely recommend that. I know it's weird, it's not Spanish food, but it's so good. 
But for Spanish food, though, La Casa del Abuelo, it's this really cute, like, authentic little, like, house kind of thing. You can find, like, all the Spanish dishes there. I feel like they have, like, two or three around Madrid. But that's actually the first place ever when I went to Madrid to visit my sister when she was abroad. And I just stayed with it. So good. So good for, like, really authentic Spanish food. Um, let me see. I'm trying to think. I'm, like, throwing in everything that I can't remember. But... Oh, I guess for like rooftop and stuff like that. And like, if you want like a pretty view of Madrid, you can go to this place. It's called like Circulos de Bellas Artes. And it's actually like a museum or theater or something. And I think it's like two or three euros if you're a student to pay to go up. And then you go up and the view of Madrid is insane. It's so pretty. And the drinks mm -hmm. are good. <laughs> My go-to is Tinto Verano, but... But that's awesome. Thank you so much for all the recommendations. I know, I just literally throw so many names and information. No, that's good. And I love, too, how it sounds like you spent so much time abroad actually in Madrid, which I really appreciate because a lot of students when they study abroad kind of hop all over. But I can tell you have, like, a genuine love for Madrid, and that's really great. Yeah, I felt – since I went for six weeks, like, I definitely I feel like if I would have gone for a full semester, I would probably be doing the same, like, jumping around Europe and going to different places – But I feel like since I was going for six weeks, I definitely wanted to explore the city and explore Spain. So most of my weekends, I went to like places near Madrid rather than like flying to another country. Yeah. So let's let's talk about that next. Okay. So my first question is, what is it like to travel around Spain? So obviously Madrid is the capital, so I'm assuming the transportation mm -hmm. is great. So did yeah. you take buses or were you actually flying? Like, what was that like? Um, so the only time I flew there was when I went to Italy because it was another country. I went to Milan for a weekend and that was the only time I had to take a plane. And the rest of the other trips that I did were inside Spain. So I took mainly train and buses, which was easier. I guess sometimes it, I heard sometimes it's cheaper to fly within Spain, but in the summer, since there's a lot of people traveling, um, it's, I think it's cheaper to do train and buses. That's good to know. And how long, do you remember, like, how long were some of those bus rides to the neighboring cities? I took the bus to two cities, and one of them was Toledo, which is literally right outside Madrid. So that one's, like, 45 minutes an hour. But the other city that I went was Sevilla, and that one was, like, maybe, like, three or four hours in the bus. Right. I was yeah. I was there. That's very south, like, right on the coast. So yeah, further away, right? Yeah. yeah. Nice. So do you want to talk about some of the other cities that you visited when you were in Spain? And just, yeah, like, what did you do? Any recommendations for people? Yeah, I went, so I went to Barcelona, because um, I feel like that's a must. If you it's go to Spain, <laughs> it's a classic. And actually, my best friend, she goes to school in Barcelona. So it was really easy for me to go because I stayed with her. And like, I feel like I have kind of like a local because she had been there for like two years now. Um, so she showed me all around Barcelona and like we went to the beach and stuff, which was really nice. But I guess I must see in Barcelona, definitely La Barceloneta, which is the beach. Um, and there's some Gaudí houses like in one of the streets. There's like two of them. They're like crazy. The design is crazy. And of course, La Sagrada Familia, which is Barcelona, is well known because of that church. Yes. Do you go to Park Güell when you were in Barcelona? I actually didn't go to Park Güell because my friend told me that it's definitely beautiful, but like if you really wanted to explore, like if I really wanted to explore more in depth Barcelona and like more local stuff, that we should skip that. 
and I trusted her. And honestly, I don't regret that I didn't go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's right. <laughs> That's very touristy. <laughs> I just went to get my Cheetah Girls Instagram. Not going to lie. Of course. Lie. I mean, <laughs> still fun. <laughs> so you went to Barcelona. And then when you were in Sevilla, do you remember like what you did there? Or did you go to Valencia too? Am I making that up? Yes. I went to Valencia too. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'd okay. love to learn more about that. I've never been. So um, I actually went there for a day. So it was like my second to last weekend in Madrid. So me and my friends didn't want to go the whole weekend because we wanted to stay that weekend in Madrid and, you know, do everything that we needed to do because next week was finals and stuff and we were leaving. But we wanted to go to Valencia. So we went for a day. We took the train at like 5.30 a.m. And so in Spain, there's like different types of train. They have one like that's like really high speed, nonstop, and you get to your destination like really quick. Or there's other ones that like has stops. It's kind of like takes forever to get there. So we did the high speed one. So we were in in Valencia by like 7.30 a.m. I think, which took like two hours. But if we would have taken another train, would have taken like four. Um, Mm -hmm. So we were there like 7.30 a.m. So like really early to actually start doing things. But we just like stopped somewhere, had breakfast, and then we just started walking throughout the city. We visited this, um, it's this church that is really famous in Valencia. So we went and saw it. And then after that, we walked up, they have this called City of Science in Valencia. So they have like five or six different, like, I don't even know what to call them, but they have like five or six different things called the that are like the City of Science. One of them is like an aquarium, another one is like a museum, another one is like a air and space something. <laughs> and so we went there and we walked by, we saw the aquarium and then around noon, literally the that we did those three things in the morning. So we actually oh, wow. like, yeah. And then around noon, we went to the beach and we stayed the whole afternoon in the beach and we had lunch in the beach, which was really cool because instead of like taking the bus or like their regular like p- public transport there, we like took a taxi just because we wanted to use our time well. And actually the taxi like told us where to eat in the beach. And he like got off the car, went into the restaurant and told the hostess like, yeah, these girls need to eat here. They're visiting, blah, blah, blah. So that was really cool that he did that because we got at, like a really nice table next to the beach and we were eating paella there. So that was definitely cool. Um, I definitely felt like I wanted to stay there like at least a night, but it was like a very last minute trip. So we just did it for like a day. Well, it sounds like you had a, a very full day. <laughs> yeah, no, it was crazy. We literally came back and I was like, I just need to die in my bed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm trying to picture it's Valencia on the Mediterranean coast. So did you go like east from Madrid? I couldn't tell you the directions because <laughs> it's okay. I'm not it's good a, it's at on that. the coast it's, though. It's, yeah, it's on the coast. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, there's it is a Mediterranean so... sea. Nice. Yeah, I feel like there's so many places to visit in Spain. I also feel that way. I mean, obviously all European countries have a lot to offer, but I felt that way about Italy too, that there are so many weekend trips to do within Italy. And Spain is the same way. I mean, there's at least five, yeah. if not more, like major cities. Definitely. I feel like if you go to Spain, you definitely have to go to at least Sevilla, Barcelona, and Valencia. I feel like those three are a must. Mm-hmm. That's great. So do you have any recommendations for people visiting Spain just in general, whether it's study abroad or a future vacation, like anything they should know or pack? Um, I feel like for recommendations, definitely try to explore the culture. It is really different 
from like U.S. culture to put it that way. And it's definitely something that you want to look at and learn from. Like try to see, like obviously go to the tourist places because they're beautiful, but try to like really engage with the locals because their like lifestyle is way different than ours. Like if you're trying to go to lunch, like if you're trying to go somewhere, like a store somewhere that's local around two or three p.m., it's gonna be closed because that's their nap time. It's siesta, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's siesta. So it's like so weird because you literally have like lunch around like one thirty, then it's siesta time. Then you go and have tapas around five or six, and then you don't have dinner until like nine thirty or ten. So like their times are really different, but definitely like follow their times because you get to really like immerse yourself in the culture and like live how they live, which is really cool. Um, so definitely like take your time to really explore the culture and like go local. Like definitely do the tourist thing. Oh wait, one thing I forgot is the palace in Madrid. Oh, talk about it. <laughs> um, so that's a palace where like the king. Well, they don't live there now, but like you know, a few years back, the king and queen will live there and like. If you can, like, if you're able to actually go inside and tour it, like, do it. It's beautiful. Like, it's so pretty and it's huge. And, like, it's really, it's near um, Plaza del Sol, which I mentioned in the beginning. So you can definitely, like, go to Plaza del Sol, do the tourist thing, and then walk down to the palace and, like, go in and tour the palace because it's literally so pretty. Um, so I guess that's another must and recommendation. And as for packing tips, I would check the weather of when you're going. Because if it's a summer, like, don't take jeans. Like, don't even think about it. Because you're going to sweat so much. Like, I'm telling you, the heat is intense. Like, it's so bad. Like, my sister who's there now says that when she's there, like, during the summer, like, all Spaniards, like, they leave Madrid. Like, they go somewhere else because they can't take the heat. It's crazy. So definitely check the weather. And pack the appropriate clothes for that because if you go in the summer and you bring like jeans or like maybe like a long sleeve or something like no no mm -hmm. that's good to know and that's so funny because i've done several of these interviews now with people from all around the world like one girl i talked to a couple weeks ago was in southeast asia <laughs> she said the same thing oh too God, hot so for cool. jeans so i guess never <laughs> never travel with jeans <laughs> no literally no when i was going to class and like had to walk with that heat to class and you know carry my backpack and everything I literally got to class sweating, dripping, and, like, I didn't feel bad because the rest of the students were the same. So I definitely, yeah, because I literally, like, I mean, I had my shorts and stuff, but, like, I did have some jeans. And in what, when it was laundry days, it was time to use jeans to class. And it, that was awful. I was like, I kind of want to take a taxi or Uber, but at the same time, like, I shouldn't. I should just take the subway. <laughs> but mm. it was awful. Uh. I can imagine. So is there anything else you'd like to add, Christina, to wrap up? Well, I guess I'll recommend to anyone who's thinking if they want to go abroad or not to definitely do it. Like I didn't even think about the idea of going abroad when I first uh, got to Syracuse. And I don't regret that I didn't go a full semester. Like sometimes I think back and I'm like, wow, I like I definitely would have gone to more places and countries in Europe and it would have been amazing but at the same time I'm glad I did the six weeks because I definitely focus in Spain and the culture so I got to learn a lot from that but even if you don't want to go in the summer or like throughout a whole semester I feel like at least Syracuse had some classes where like you travel like with a class like you take a school trip like mm -hmm. one of my friends she was taking this I don't know what class it was but then she got to travel for a week to Ireland so like oh. definitely if you don't think you can do a summer program or a semester program like look if your schools have like those type of classes because at least you get to travel 
and like meet a new culture while also taking a class, which I think is pretty cool. So I think that's my recommendation. Like if you have the opportunity to go abroad, doesn't matter if you're going for like a week, six or the whole semester, like definitely do it. Yeah, I'm so, so glad you brought that up because so many students have the expectation of doing the full semester and then can't because of their class schedule, maybe they're athletes, maybe for financial reasons. And these schools are getting creative and coming up with more options. So I appreciate that. Like even if you just go for a week, it's going to be memories that you have for a lifetime. Yeah, because you're going for a week with a group full of students your age, probably, like, even if you don't know who's going or you don't know the people in your class, like, you're definitely going to get to know them in that trip. So, and I feel like, yeah, schools are definitely getting creative and, like, getting ways of, like, getting people to travel. Like, even if it's going to, like, from Syracuse to L.A., because there were some L.A. programs in Syracuse. Like, even though that's not abroad, like, get to go somewhere else that is not your own campus. Yeah, totally agree. Well, thank you so much, Christina, for chatting with me today. I hope you guys all enjoyed learning about Madrid. And I told you I don't speak Spanish, but <laughs> gracias por hablar conmigo hoy. Of course, de nada. <laughs> you did great. Yeah. yeah, I used to take Spanish when I was younger. And then, as you know, like if you don't practice it a bunch, you lose it a bit. But one day, maybe I'll move abroad and become fluent. It's an ambitious goal, but <laughs> go for it. I'm also trying to learn a new language. I'm trying to learn Italian, and it's definitely hard. So I feel you. <laughs> oh, good for you! Italian is beautiful. I picked up phrases when I was studying abroad in Italy, but I didn't learn nearly as much as I would like to. And it's so pretty to listen to. So I know I agree. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So I guess we can just wrap up here. All right, guys, and that brings us to the end of another episode of the Abroad Pod. I hope you all enjoyed learning about Madrid today. I certainly did. Madrid has been on my bucket list for so long, and I hope to visit in the next year or so if possible. So if you guys enjoyed this episode, definitely check out Christina. I'll leave links down below, and be sure to leave the Abroad Pod a rating or review. With all that being said, I'll catch you guys next Wednesday for another episode. Adios!